We had Stephen Lecce on the show, education minister, earlier in the week. This is what he got to near the end of this interview, and this is the comment that has a lot of people uh, upset, disappointed, and accusing the education minister of starting something where something doesn't need to be started. But here's what he said. Some of the teacher unions, ETFO, uh, for example, indicated that they will not be available until September. Uh, and others like QP, who are working with us and meeting with us through the summer. Okay. And it's just a really it's a factual reminder that everyone should be made available to work hard to get a deal because we're available throughout this period. We always have been. We always will be. Because for us, stability is the number one mm. uh, priority of the government. And I think, frankly, you talk to the members, talk to the educators. They want it too. They want it too. They just want to go back to work. They don't want to deal with this. That last sentence is true. The first sentence uh, obviously drew a lot of attention. And uh, we'll go right to the source because we can and we should. President of the Elementary Teachers Federation of Ontario is Karen Brown. Karen, thank you very much for uh, getting up early. And I hope your summer is going great and for making the time for our audience. Uh, thank you, uh, Greg. It, it is. And it's important to, to be here and it's important to continue to, to set the record straight. Well, were you a little bit like... Um, Without the profanity, Will Smith to Chris Rock, keep keep my uh, teachers union's name out of your uh, something something mouth. Is that is that at all accurate that you haven't had meetings and and Etfo has said we can't meet until late August, early September? What's what's true? What's not about that statement? Yeah, it's, it's as I said, you know, it's it's really confusing because we were the ones who actually had to push the government to actually get an initial meeting date. We were the last federation consulted with any date. Uh, to actually begin the bro- bargaining process. So let's start with that. So they, they did not approach us. They avoided us. All the other affiliates actually had a bargaining date. Uh, we then engaged uh, in, in, a, in a bargaining session uh, with, uh, with the government, and we, re- we, re- we requested some dates in the end of August and September, and they were supposed to get back to us. Uh, they hadn't. Next thing we know is that the minister uh, is putting out statements that we're, we're not willing to meet. We have always been willing to meet. Uh, we'll continue to be willing to meet. Uh, since this little fiasco, we have received um, a date uh, uh, for August, so that is good uh, in, re- in relation to that. Really, what the, what the minister is trying to do is to create chaos. He's fear-mongering. Uh, we want stability in the system. Our members want stability. Uh, students want to go back. Uh, we're looking forward to that. We're, this mm-hmm. is probably going to be the best school year in a long time. Our educators are are ready to receive kids. They've, many are already starting to plan. Others are still resting and recovering. We are still in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, and our members will use their professional judgment and do the best that they can, as they have always done over the mm-hmm. years. The majority of our members have been uh, educators and teachers far longer than he has been Minister of Education. Uh, many, like myself, have had almost 30 years of commitment uh, to the system working with kids. Uh, so we'll be constant professionals, and it's, it's going to be another good school year. The minister needs to focus on negotiations and making sure that students have what they need to succeed. The smaller class sizes that we're, we're talking about, the special yeah. education supports and investments. That's what we, we need to be focusing on. What's the date that you have for your first meeting in August? Uh, we haven't told our members yet, but we do have a date, so I don't want to commit. But he has. We, they did find uh, a date in, in their calendar for us. And, and that's the thing. If the, if the minister is going to be trying to use the, the, the media uh, to, to create and to isolate Expo, 
That's not it. Parents have had enough of that. When he was re-elected, uh, we said that we were hoping that he'd be willing to restore and create a positive working relationship with education partners. This is not how you start that. Uh, we're willing. We're going to be there. Let's do what we can to properly service uh, the students of Ontario. Parents deserve better. They expect better, especially from the Minister of Education. Karen. We've been quiet because we've been focusing on the important things, um, getting ready to, to go back to, to meet the mm-hmm. needs of students. You haven't heard much from me because said, uh, we're, you know, when we get to the table, we'll do that. But other than that, our members know we're, we're ready, we're set. Mm-hmm. And we'll be in school in, in, in September. Karen Brown's joining us. She's the president of the uh, Elementary Teachers Federation of Ontario on Toronto today. I, I think two things about what you said. One, y- you're right um, in that uh, I, I don't doubt the commitment of teachers. I don't doubt what they've been through the last two years. I think teachers, I think students, I think parents have all um, you know had more on their shoulders than they could have ever anticipated before February 2020. Of course, that's true. The one thing I do think they'd love, and I'm sure you hear it too, is how how does it get down to sort of meat and potato stuff? You're right without addressing uh, without addressing it through the media. I would say at times during the pandemic, when the mask mandate was lifted, or when we were out of school in January, I think the the finger was pointed more at maybe not yourself, but other union leaders who were we're not sure it's safe, we're not sure we're comfortable, we're not sure that everything's ready, and those were those were open media discussions as opposed to closed door discussions as well. Everybody just wants stuff to get done and and to progress forward. Uh, that's correct, but I think the messaging uh, that we have we have been um, you know releasing and, and speaking about is that we, we hope that as we enter for September that our students are going to have the support, uh, the masking, the, the, the social distancing, the proper things that they need. We're still in a pandemic to continue to do that. Uh, the government says they're committed. They need to be focusing their time and their energy around that. We haven't signaled anything different. And like the other federations, the other unions, we will stand up for our members. We will advocate if conditions are not safe. What we saw... Um, was staffing shortages because our members were getting sick. Uh, anyone who could actually breathe was in a classroom uh, helping mm. because the, the, they didn't have enough uh, long-term vocational teachers, be, because they didn't have any paid sick days. Uh, there were a lot of things that made the system challenging and made it challenging for students. And those things need to be in place. We're still in a pandemic. So we still need We're seeing the hospital crisis. We don't want to see that in education. We want to make sure that our, our, our students are healthy and our teachers and educators are healthy so that there isn't any interruptions during the school year. So hopefully those things are in place. And if they're not, we will hold the government accountable. We, we are going to challenge them on that. And, you know, we've been told, but our members will say, I'll get the calls, the emails, and they'll say, Karen, uh, this is happening. Uh, the HEPA filter is broken down. We don't have, the kids are piled in. Uh, mm-hmm. We're getting a lot of children who are sick. A lot of staff is sick. They're collapsing classrooms. We're concerned about our health and safety. I need to protect my family. I have a vulnerable uh, parent, a child, or partner. Yeah. Uh, so those are those are things that haven't gone away, and our members are still need those health and safety precautions. And so the minister needs to focus on those things, um, and we will continue to ensure and and move along. There is yes, there's a, a role to comment on on negotiations, but comment in a, in a positive way. Comment that. You know, many groups are available. Expo also is very unique from the other affiliates. We have our annual meeting in August. 
who you'll be hearing a lot more starting from, you know, August uh, 14th and beyond. Uh, we have delegates coming in from across the province uh, who are going to be giving us direction around policies and procedures uh, and around, you know, talking more about bargaining and holding this government accountable. So where, they know it's a little bit different. Where do you stand on, on vaccination? I just think we have a different universe, and we have a different universe post-Omicron where so many people have had COVID. Some people have had Omicron twice and uh and some kids obviously had to get vaccinated last year to play sports to go to movies to go to restaurants but some of those vaccines have waned but i'm really hesitant really hesitant on any idea of a mandate any further um for anybody especially teenagers and especially children where do you stand on that Um, our members haven't given us uh, any new direction on that our last annual meeting we were given direction Uh, we were at a different stage in the pandemic and we felt as members who were able to be vaccinated should be fully vaccinated and students. And that has been the direction that our members have uh, given the Federation, has given me as a mandate. Uh, that hasn't changed. We're going into an annual meeting. They might give us a new direction. Uh, people are going to make those personal choices. We've supported our members who are vaccinated and the members who aren't. Everyone has a right uh, to make those decisions. But on a, from a system level, we have, you know, the direction has been if you can. Uh, they're safe. Go ahead and do that. We know things have changed and we will continue to uh, evaluate that. And I've got only a minute here, but extracurriculars, my experience and, and with both my parents teaching was there were times in both their lives they could be a lot more involved in some extracurriculars than others. When you've got young families or aging parents or it's just a time in the household when you got to pull back a little bit. So I, I don't hesitate to say I, I think teachers that are engaged in sports and field trips and after school stuff and running the school play. I think they'll be fully engaged. That's my sense of teachers anyway. So I would agree with you in that Minister Lecce said that last week, we've got to have these things. I think, I think teachers are ready to do those things in the first place. Uh, absolutely. I think teachers will use their, their own professional judgment uh, around that, those situations, but you can't have it both ways. You can't say we're not going to have uh, safe learning conditions and safe working conditions. Yet we expect you to do all these things. Uh, teachers are, are exhausted, they're resting. You can't have them going back into a pandemic, feeling unsafe, continuing to, for you to kind of uh, continue to add ministry initiatives, whether it's new math curriculum, science curriculum, all these things. And, oh, by the way, do extracurricular. And we're going to have, you know, uh, attendance management because if you're sick, because, because you're exhausted, hold on here. Like, let's cut back. We're in, it. We're in a pandemic. Let's take some things off the table. So our members have the energy to give. When I started teaching, that was easy to do because there were the supports in the system that allowed you to engage in curricular extracurricular activities and allowed you to, yeah. to to give the best to students. It's not the same. So you need to rebalance the system. Mm. There's so many cuts and taking out that our members, you know, those who can will, and there are different career, different periods yeah. of time in their career. A beginning teacher, yes. A mid-career yeah. teacher might not. It depends on where they are, and they'll do that. They have done that, and that's their, their choice. It's called extracurricular. It's voluntary for a reason. Our members love students, and they'll do what's best. I hear that loud and clear. Thank you very much for the time and for, uh, and for I think, the clarification is a relief to parents, but I think most of it was was sort of, you know, th- they knew it anyway, but they need to hear it from you uh, as, as leader of, of an important union for our kids. Thank you for doing that, and I hope we can have another conversation before the school year starts, Karen. Have a great long weekend. Thank you. Thank you, Greg. And, yes, yeah, parents, you know, we're, we're looking uh, forward to a really great school year. Thanks. Awesome.